Are you a supplier or a brand working to elevate the customer experience? The Interactive Customer Experience Association connects brands, suppliers, agencies, and more who are working to create transcendent customer experiences. Let's work together to create a better customer experience ecosystem for us all. Join the ICX Association today at ICXA.org. Hello and welcome to the Digital Signage Today podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Cooper. I'm the editor of Digital Signage Today. Just to give you a quick overview of some of the stories this week, one of our top stories this week was three tips for successful indoor digital signage. So the tips involve such things as maximizing space, ensuring good branding, and having a good messaging strategy. And other top stories for this week included how to deliver effective, dynamic, digital out-of-home campaigns, and how to successfully use digital signage in K-12 education. Joining me today, Jeff Hastings, who is the CEO of BrightSign, a digital signage media player supplier. He'll be talking about some beginner tips for digital signage. The Interactive Customer Experience Association's mission is to connect B2C brands to technology that elevates the customer experience. Brands have access to resources, project help, news, and insights based around boosting their customer experience. Suppliers gain network opportunities to reach these brands and help them provide solutions to elevate their customer experience. Join today at ICXA.org. Joining with us today, we have Jeff Hastings, who is the CEO for BrightSign. And he's going to be talking with us today about some tips for new users of digital signage. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing, Bradley? Doing well. Well, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. So our first question for you is, what are some first steps for new users of digital signage? Well, what I always like to start out with people when they're saying, what is the first step? And and when they think about digital signage is, what do they want to accomplish? So I always start with that and said, you know, if you said at the end, how would I view success of digital signage is get them to think about that. And that could be, you know, brand awareness. It could be selling more stuff. It could be getting more sales by having uplift on a cash register, you know, uh, location, Um, pretty much anything that you want to accomplish. And I always like to to get them to put that down because then that starts to say, how are we going to do it? So the first step is, what do they want to do? So that's, that's what I always recommend. And then that starts implying a bunch of different things. You know, is it, you know, is it a, uh, let's say that it's a bar and they've, they've got a bunch of TVs in the bar. It's all good. They're showing live sports, but they want to be able to run promotions. So let's, you know, that's one of the things they want to do is they want to be able to run promotions and drive whether happy hour sales or food sales. Um, and we can then talk about what do we then need to do? We need to integrate live TV. We need to integrate some way for the the bartender or whoever the manager is of the restaurant to be able to put up promotions onto that screen and, and when do you do that? So th- it's just something simple like that um, is where we usually start with folks. That's great. So a lot of people, they ask, you know, what sort of thing should they be testing when they're first rolling out their system? So in your opinion, what are some elements that new users should really be testing with their digital signage system? So pretty much, you know, 
we talked about the first step. It's like, what do you want to do? And the next one is to do a, a proof of concept. So really getting the technical elements working. Um, sometimes those technical elements are, you know, the screen placement and making sure that the lighting conditions are right and that the screen is bright enough. Um, sometimes those are not an issue. Sometimes it's worried about internet connectivity and making sure they get the bandwidth. So putting together a complete proof of concept um, where you've got real content, you've got a real location, um, and starting with that is the, is the real first part of, of doing the testing to make sure that you're going to get to that end result that we outlined before. All right. Thank you. Now, um, as BrightSign is a hardware leader in digital signage, I was wondering, what do you think new users should look for in hardware? What are some features that they should be looking for? Um, what we try to um, get people to really look at is, one, where is this device and system going to be installed? So the environmental conditions of it. So, you know, let's say if it's a, in a drive through then, you know, you have to make sure that it's going to be able to withstand the elements. Uh, if it's inside, some people always think, oh, well, inside is all protected. But in some cases, that's not true. You know, let's say if it's a in, if it's a, a restaurant or it's high up in the ceiling, it could be very hot up there. So the first thing you want to look at is the kind of the environmental conditions. Um, the second thing they should look for is making sure that you know on like on the display is it bright enough so you know kind of the technical um specs of of the displays to make sure it's going to work in in the area they're putting it in so we had environmental now we have kind of other you know kind of non-temperature environmental and then third um when you start really thinking about the deployment of these things what is going to be the maintainability of them and you know one of the things that bright sign that we do is we build a media player that does not have a consumer operating system in it. And what I mean by that is that if you think about your phone, if you think about your PC, those are all running consumer operating system, whether it's running iOS, whether it's running Windows, it's running Mac OS, Android, Chrome, all those things are consumer operating systems. Um, and if you think about what happens when those devices stop working, then you, there's some mantle of a manual interaction. So you either reboot your device or you close the application, but the operating system essentially is gonna wait for you to decide what to do within the situation. So what that brings up is that if you use a consumer operating system for digital signage, typically there's no way to interact with these devices because they're placed up on the ceiling or they're, they're protected mostly to prevent unauthorized access, but author, also authorized access. It's not very easy to hook up a keyboard or a mouse to these things because they're not in those situations. So by actually having a hardware system like BrightSign that doesn't have a consumer operating system, it has a bunch of technology built into it so that if it detects something's wrong, it'll automatically fix itself. You know, I always give the example on a PC, if I or on my Mac, if I'm in a in a browser and all of a sudden the website that I'm going to quits responding or Chrome quits, you know, it becomes um, non-responsive, then I'll quit Chrome and restart it. And sometimes I may have to restart my computer and that's fine. And I would not want my Mac to all of a sudden just reboot right in the middle of that because my browser quit responding. But on a digital sign, we know what's supposed to be happening, especially in the bright sign. 
And if the rendering engine stops responding, the HTML rendering engine, we'll, we can take care of that. We can restart the rendering engine or we can restart the device. And you know, 20 to 30 seconds later, it's all back up and running and in a good shape. Whereas if it brings up, you know, just sits there on your PC waiting for you to clo uh, close the browser or do something, there's no way for someone to, to able to actually do that. So a lot of what we <clears throat> promote is when you're looking at these hardware systems, make sure that they are going to be controllable and really fault tolerant to situations where no one's going to touch them. And especially in the larger deployments, these are in locations where there's no technical person on site. These things have to maintain themselves. Right, thank you. So obviously there are lots of steps to consider when deploying digital signage. So what are some tips, in your opinion, to just to speed up the process of installation, especially for companies that may not have a very short timetable? <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, one of the things at BrightSign is we do lots of very large-scale rollouts. So um, when you do large-scale rollouts, you, you realize that you need to make sure that the process of installation is very smooth and very efficient. Because if you're doing one location, it doesn't kind of matter how how long it takes. It can be kind of sloppy. It can be kind of uncoordinated. But as you start doing larger scale installations or, you know, uh, locations that are geographically uh, spread, you want to really, you know, figure out the, the process. And, and what we found is kind of a best of breed um, is to actually look at a location and really stage everything, package it all up, make sure it's all working, and then go um, to the site with everything packaged up and install it. Um, so we've, we've done that through um, last summer. We, we rolled out um, a retail that had, um, I think, around 4,000 locations. It was a, close to 25,000 screens. And we rolled those out in 12 weeks with our partner. So that was a crazy rate. Uh, most people thought that was it kind of exceeding the rate at which you could really do that. But everything was staged and shipped to locations. And once it showed up at the location, there was very explicit instructions. And there was there was not kind of technical things that needed to be done at the at the installation. They were really installing them and everything was pre-configured. Everything was ready to go. Um, and part of the, the technology we actually use that is a service that we call B Deploy. Um, so that you don't have to worry about the configuration of every single device. Basically, when you plug in our media players, it can hit our B deploy service and will pull down all the content for that sign just by the ID of, of that sign. So it's some of those technologies that really that help with that. But the biggest part of making sure you have a successful installation is to stage it up front and make sure that everything is there because you know, one HDMI cable missing or one power supply missing or one power strip missing can make the whole installation come to a screeching halt. So by packaging everything up and, and sending it to the sites, it works for both a, a quick installation and also ones that um, the people are happy with the, the speed and the quality. That's great. Yeah, you've given us some great information on some tips to follow. But our last question today is, what are some common pitfalls to avoid? Well, it's kind of almost the inverse of what I've been talking about. Um, those are the pitfalls. So one, let's say you're going to do an install and you've never configured the stuff or tried it out before, and you're going to do that on site. 
that typically ends in tears. And that's, that's a pitfall. And we see a lot of people doing that. We have people, you know, calling us urgently. Oh my God, I need help. And it's like, have you ever configured this before? Well, no, it's like, no, doing that stuff on site is, is not the best way to do it. I think also people thinking about these things as being like a desktop PC. So we see people doing a lot of tests and like, oh yeah, I've got this, this test running at my desk and it's all working well, where they've never actually tried it, where no one is able to touch it. So we, we see a lot of people doing that. We see a lot of people not focusing on the content. The content is another critical piece that's going to make everything look good. It's what people are actually going to see in the end when everything is working. So I see people not focusing on a content strategy. So once you get this thing up and running, what's going to be the content strategy? You know, a lot of people more and more today are, are focusing on some content that's custom and then other content that's automatically fed, whether it's news sources or weather information or, you know, social media, those things tend to keep the sign refreshed without someone actually having to do work manually every day to make sure it's up to date. So those are some of the things that we see that, you know, that people you know, kind of fail to execute on is, you know, good planning, um, understanding the long-term content strategy, and then making sure that the the way that they're going to have these installed, that they've actually tried them out in advance. And as I, as I mentioned in the first one, a, a little proof of concept is, is really a best way to put this together and, and actually do a live installation and, and, and test it out. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today, Jeff. Great. Thanks, Bradley. And uh, have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I would like to thank you for joining us today for today's podcast on Digital Signage Today. Please stay tuned for future episodes. Thank you.